Maybe at work? In the car? Wherever you are. It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. All right. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music on the audio side and our featured patrons, Mom, Dad, Two Boys, Sue's Mom, GSMX2, BKQG Family, Dog Mom of Two, Truckster Zero, Hide Go Seek, TX History Lady, Zipper Tiff, and a quick shout out to Zipper Tiff, helped me out last weekend uh, when we were at Texas, the Texas Challenge. I was... I was lost, Jesse, on this one, and uh, uh, I did a phone a friend or text a friend, and I texted uh, Zipper Tiff. I saw that uh, she had found the uh, the cash, so she gave me a hint. Thank you, Zipper Tiff, for for helping me out. Uh, TWH Rider and some returning patrons. O zero Ridland Kids zero O. Still love that one. Geocaching Adam, Master Sergeant USMC, and are back as patrons. And a new patron, Thumper G and TX Care Bear. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website, or you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. Which, by the way, can I mention, Keith, where this came from? Yes. <laughs> I had to find it there. Was. All of our coins, I got all three of them right here. How about this for a shot? That's a good shot there. Do you remember all three of these, Keith? Oh, yeah, very well. <laughs> <laughs> Keith has been instrumental in getting us uh, our coins over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just FTF magazine, but uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But the thing I really love, Keith, and you know, we talked about this when we first started was the the Cashley coin. Was I love the the look and the feel of that second Cashley coin, the one that you helped on, is the fact that it's I'm right there. There you go. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the one. I love this coin too. They did a really good job on it. The little three dimensional uh, mm-hmm. pin there and everything. It just like, turned out really nice. There's even a slight bevel on the coin. Go the wrong way. It's hard to see. Yeah. Came out really nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like that it's got some 3D, like ours has the little spikes. Yeah. Yeah. So we really appreciate that. Um, So, um, you know, if patrons get those, I still have some blackout coins uh, Mm -hmm. around. So, those are gone. 
Yeah, um, the green and the yeah, the green one's gone. Green was gone, and the gold was just a limited edition. So. It was limited, yeah. But the black one still, we still have a handful. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, you can join. Um, we have bonus content. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Uh, invites to special events only for patrons. Support level start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is three dollars a month. So let me first welcome my host, co-host Jesse. Oh, good afternoon. I, I wanted to say good evening, but it's a lot earlier than normal for us. Good afternoon, and I'm going to go ahead. We're going to we'll jump to the sponsor here in a moment, but let's jump in first and welcome our uh, our guests. We of course have uh, Keith Petrus. So we're gonna, we'll talk to Keith a little bit here in a moment as well. So Keith, thanks for joining tonight or today. Thank you. And uh, then our very special guest from across the pond in Spain, we have uh, Julio Gomez. Uh, bienvenido, Julio. Hi, thank you. <laughs> so uh, we'll, uh, Julio and we're going to talk some, some interesting, um, we'll get some updates from Spain and mm-hmm. talk Spanish geocaching. Before that, though, we are going to want to sponsor or mention our sponsor tonight. So something that be. Yeah. Could it be FTF magazine? Awesome. (laughs) Look, I got the latest one, Keith. Good deal. Glad that came a lot quicker than the last one. My goodness. The last one took forever. Yeah. Um, So I think um, Jesse and I, and Jesse, you can, you can comment on this as well, but um this is probably the only rule. I think it's the only magazine I actually still get. It's the only one I have ordered. Yeah. I, I tried a long time ago to move to the digital and the digital is great, but I, with FTF, I like having the magazine to hold in my hand. So. And it's, it's tremendous. Um, there's our little ad. We appreciate you being part of that. Uh, but it's, it is chock full of some incredible stuff. And I don't know why anyone isn't subscribed to FTF magazine because it is great fun. Every time it's like a, it's like Christmas. Every time you get it in the mail, (laughs) it really is. Um, Get to see all the cool stuff. You've got one thing too, uh, Keith, I, I, I don't get a chance. I think maybe to mention when we mentioned, the sponsorship is the 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 uh, pictures. You do a tremendous amount of mm-hmm. great work on getting the photos put in there. Um, I know that's a lot of work to 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 format a magazine like that, but you get a lot of great photos, man. Good yeah, stuff. Well, it's all the readers sending stuff. I mean, that's it's all you guys are the great material in the magazine. All I do is kind of push it around on the page and try to make it look as attractive as possible. But uh, yeah, this magazine would be nowhere without the actual subscribers who send in all the stories. Uh, we wouldn't have anything to publish. And it's, it's fun to see everybody's milestones that they send in because there's rarely a time when I don't know at least one person on that page. <laughs> I've met at least one person on that page just because we get to get out and travel some. So that's you know, always fun to see them sending those in. There's an article in the magazine about what people like about the magazine. And uh, so many people were commenting on how they loved the milestones that I actually went in and, and made the little pictures and the milestones a little bigger. <laughs> so oh, I'm trying, cool. to, I'm trying yeah. to 
improve the milestone section so it's a little more because people do seem to like it. I, I, did, I hadn't realized how popular that section of the magazine was. But uh, we're going to keep uh, working on improvements to that. I'll try to show a few more. I like it when I can do the larger photos where somebody sends something in. I think mm -hmm. in this issue, there's a guy in front of the Vegas sign. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I like it when I can do that, something special where somebody's been to a, a real interesting place. They've got a good quality photo, uh, and, and I can use it in the magazine. It's always interesting to see where people pick for their milestones. People try to pick somewhere special usually, you know, and then, it's really going to be special if they're sending it in too. So it's funny to see what they pick. So yeah, I like and they, they pick good, good milestone uh, caches many times. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's neat, like you said, because uh, some people, you know, Jesse's been to the sign and oh yeah, uh, I got a picture right there. Log the virtual, so uh, that's something that you know Tom was mentioning that Tom loves the the milestones. But you know, Tom, uh, you know, Tom wouldn't say it, but. Um, and he said he loves seeing articles. I love reading uh, Tom's puzzle thing. I'm not the best yeah. at puzzles, but Tom, we we do appreciate your your submissions and absolutely and podcaster and Tom is also helping me proof the puzzles now. I don't know if you noticed, but early on I had a few puzzles that got screwed up because I didn't proof them carefully enough, and I had to send out the corrections. <laughs> so now I run all my puzzles by Tom. If he can't solve them. There's something wrong. <laughs> oh, Steve mentioned his path tag collections in the issue. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Appreciate everybody doing that. So FTF magazine. Um, what's the uh, best way, uh, Keith would be to subscribe. Is it FTF geocacher.com or that's all you need. FTF geocacher.com. Okay, cool. I'm going to put that in a banner down here so we can all see it. Um, I like well, this new format. I like those little pop-ups. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. appreciate that. Um, Have you been doing that for a while now? I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I we've we've been able to to kind of do that for a while now that we have Streamyard. We love mm -hmm. uh, we love Streamyard. So that's a great really cool. Keep adding more uh, more uh, abilities without like jacking the price up. So <laughs> kind of hard to complain about that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? FTFgeocacher.com, right? Yes, that's right. correct. And half the time I spell it wrong. I tend to leave the C out for some reason. Geoasher. I've been uh, there. Type in, you know, you just have these common errors you make all the time. Right. <laughs> yep. That's one of mine that uh, I do that. Or I forget, in this case, I, I started to forget the R. And it's like, no, no, I got to have the R in there. <laughs> um, so wonderful. Well, let's. Let's jump right in. Let's, let's, um, Julio has been patiently waiting. Thanks, Julio, for uh, nope, <laughs> uh, Julio, who's sounding better. He had not, the virus, not, not the virus, but he was sick earlier. Uh, and he and I got to talk a little bit. And uh, I'm glad you're feeling better, buddy. <laughs> I was really thinking the whole week that, uh, that you were going to be mad if I could not attend the show today. And I saw your mails every three or four days. So that there's always on Sunday <laughs> just to get the knowledge. Yes, it's on Sunday. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be there. No, everything is, everything's fine. Uh, good, good. It was, uh, I don't know, if it was some cold or whatever. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll never know. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, no, I would never have held it against you, buddy. I, I appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you being on, and uh, it did work out. We were talking about the the times. Um, we thought it, at first it was going to be ten, but you guys um, did 
did your um, daylight savings time, and so it's a little, it's uh, it's a little bit earlier, yeah, because we changed time uh, to daylight saving time uh, next weekend. Yeah. So it's great because it's an hour more that we can stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be the joke next week that we can stay at home for one hour more during this weekend. Uh, but yeah, we changed in the last weekend of uh, March. Yeah. So not not quite as late as was it might have been. But yeah. So so give us. Uh, let's start with before we get into the geocaching in Spain. Tell us about um, what are the conditions. In Spain, give us sort of a, yeah, a feel for yeah, feel. Give us a feel for for what things are going on in 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 your country. Uh, well, in Spain now the situation is is complex. Uh, we have been all request being requested to stay at home. Well, requested first because uh, you are supposed to get a fine if you go out from home with no with without a a justi uh, justification a reason for that. So only people who are working in hospitals or have to work in supermarkets, groceries. Uh, transportations, uh, things like that are allowed to go out. The rest of us have to stay at home. Uh, people like me, I'm lucky because I can work from home with no problem. So I can still uh, keep on doing my work. I've been already in home with my whole family, three kids and my wife for 15 days, I think. For, wow. So uh, it's it's been a long time. But... Well, it's okay. I think it's something that it's the best, uh, the best thing we can do. Uh, situation is complex in hospitals. They are getting lots of patients, and uh, the best help we can do right now in Spain is just not to get ill, uh, get safe, get uh, remain healthy, so that we don't give more work, and so that people who really are may have more problems can can be attended. So that's that's the situation here in Spain. Uh, we've been for 15 days, and today they said that they are going to extend it for another 15 days for the moment. So that's going to be until the mid of April, more or less. And well, let's see if that's the end of it, or we get even into May. Uh, I hope, I really hope not, mm. but. Let's see. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. we, we will have to do what we are given, what we are set to do, so that everything gets solved as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So, fifteen days in, probably another fifteen days. Fifteen days in, another fifteen days for the moment. No schools, nothing. So I only go out. I I, I don't even go out to make the shopping because uh, I do it online on the internet. So mm -hmm. they bring it home every two weeks. I. I buy for for the whole two weeks, so so I don't have to get out very much, and uh, yeah, that's it. Let's see. Luckily, uh, I'm comfortable at home. I have what I need. I have my internet. I have my family, and uh, I have my work here. So there's no worries about that. I cannot do what I have to do. So well, uh, that's how how we are doing. Yeah. Uh, so you can. You can only go outside to go to the grocery store or go to work. Yeah, uh, we are supposed uh, so we can, uh, but uh, what they say is if you can avoid it, uh, just avoid it. That's, for example, why I am doing my my shopping online. So it's better right. to stay at home and that somebody brings the brings it for you, that you go out and get in contact with with many people, yeah. and regarding their work. So if you have to go to work, you are allowed to go. 
but uh, what they recommend to you is that if you can work from home, uh, work from home. And the problem is that as all restaurants, hotels, pubs, and lots of shops, so everything that is not a supermarket or a, um, <clears throat> uh, how do you say that in English? Uh, chemistry, pharm pharmacist, uh, an apothecary? Pharma yeah. Pharmacist. Yeah. Uh, pharmacist. Uh, everything else has to close, so it's it's closed. Right. So there are many people who right now cannot work and they are losing jobs because uh, if you close the pub or the restaurant or the hotel, all the people who are working there, right. uh, in general, what they are making is uh, what they call a temporary uh, temporary resignation. So they have no jobs until this is over. When this is over, luckily they will go back to where they're working sure. at, but right now the business cannot, cannot stop. Right. So that's the situation. And that's why we are making um, a very big effort to stay at home. So because what they tell us, it's the best way that this is finished sometime. So yeah. it's, we all can, we will do, uh, we will do, we have the doctors in the hospital who are doing a great job. We have people working from the rest of the people. For example, the one who brings me the grocery is something who is risking and but mm -hmm. making a good job. So the best thing I can do is just stay at home. It's, yes. And no. you're in a big city, right? So you have access to groceries and delivery of everything. Yeah, uh, so many of them have delivery. The problem now with delivery right now is that it's a little bit overflowed. So, for example, now it's taking over a week uh, to get your delivery. So now I am doing the shopping for next week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm requesting what what I want to get. Okay, but it's it's working. So there's no problem to get what you need. Uh, we had this madness these first days about uh, we were commenting earlier about toilet paper. This was completely <laughs> mad, <laughs> but now there is no problem to get absolutely anything, and and everything is is working is working fine. So, That's good because we're still we're still <clears throat> with some of that, but uh... so we, we are doing some funny things, so some interesting things. For example, and I saw a comment uh, mm. in, in on, on the on the chat. Yeah, is that uh, every night at eight o'clock uh, we go out to our windows in the city uh, to clap for the for the real oh, heroes right. for the real heroes here that are the yeah. the medical the hospital staff and all the people who are working so that Love every. Everything, everything goes on moving and that make that I can stay at home because everything I need is here. And that's something they have make, are making at eight every night. Uh, and it's great. It's really that uh, you can feel the community. And also from the education side, uh, that although, for example, there has been an initiative at, and in Madrid, where I live, for example, almost 30% of the caches have been deactivated, just oh, as a really? sign off, wow. do not go out of home. So they took GSAC, I don't know if you know GSAC, and many people have yeah. deactivated many of, of their caches. And, uh, and that's in, uh, that's not only in Madrid, it's in the whole of Spain, but I know the figures in, in Madrid, that's where, where I live. Uh, <clears throat> well, we are canceling events uh, and pushing uh, some other events uh, just changing time. Also, yeah. the reviewers and HQ is making things easier to to move dates of events that normally you would not be allowed to to move the the date of an event. Mm -hmm. And now they are they are helping quite a lot with with it. Yeah. And what we really know is that now uh, the community celebration events are going to make <laughs> a yeah. lot of sense. When we get back, we are really going to do community celebration events. Right. <laughs> 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 all of a sudden, yeah, just to get out to see everybody again, but. 
Yeah, so to um, be sure, I, I live in Madrid. That's I say the question here in Madrid. Yes, yeah, in, the, about, in, the, in the center of Spain. The center, right. So we talked about before because yeah. that gives people an idea like, are you, you know, because you're kind of, like you said, somewhat middle. So you're not, you know, you're, you say you were 400 kilometers from Barcelona? Yeah, 500 kilometers from Barcelona. Okay. So Madrid, I would say it's 500 kilometers from everything. So from okay. <laughs> from the from the coast of Spain, because right. it's just in the very middle of the, in the very middle okay. of Spain. Very cool. Um, I know we're going to ask about we're going to get into the geocaching. You know, yeah. big, that's what the original plan was before the world went crazy. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about this, so at eight o'clock you go out on the balcony. Uh, have you done any other? Because you have, you said three kids at home. Yeah. Do you have? Are there any other things that you're doing to kind of keep yourself from going crazy? <laughs> well, uh, schools have stopped, but during the week, teachers keep on sending them homework, connecting in some cases if you are able to with video connections with them mm -hmm. and so on. So during the week. I, I can say that they are more or less, uh, my kids are 11 years old, so 11, 11, and 8, I have twins. And so they are not uh, so young, you don't have to pay so much attention, so they get into their rooms, do them homework, do them homework during the day, just in the afternoon play something on, on the Nintendo or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they are also making, I suppose that's the same in UNES, so you're getting many special products by many people on YouTube, on internet, uh, mm -hmm. uh, yoga, uh, gym classes, concerts, music, storytelling. Mm -hmm. There are many people doing many things for free. Uh, for the kids and for the grown-ups. So you can even find a psychologist or people making yoga or mindfulness or things like that so that uh, it helps the people who who need to get distracted uh, a little bit. I, I myself, uh, when tomorrow when I am, I'll be at work from 8 to 7 in the evening, completely overwhelmed with work and things like that. But uh, I'm lucky with the... By, by that, uh, but uh, there are many people who are lonely at home, and so there are, there's been, a, you know, this kind of things, I would say, that take the best of persons, of people out, and you are finding many people just trying to help however they want, uh, however yeah. they, can, they can, and if it's making a video connection in the internet just to sing some songs sure. or to entertain the kids, or to people are even writing letters to older people who have no relatives uh, yeah. and writing them letters so that they can read something, answer back, yeah, like mm. that. So they really, there are. I, I, I'm very, very happy about uh, how many signs of community mm. we are we are finding. Right. Uh, no, that's great. No, that yeah, that's that is tremendous. <clears throat> I wish. Uh, I, I'm hoping that it, it, more, more, and more people do those kind of things. Um, well, it's my, we're trying to do right now. We um, we're gonna add another show on Tuesday nights just to kind of, you know, sports are gone, TV's gone, everything else. So we're gonna we're doing another show on Tuesday night because a lot of places around here you can't really cash as much. Um, mm -hmm. We saw that another one of the podcasts, uh, geocaching podcast, they did one Saturday night. So people are trying to fill the void and add more entertainment because a lot yeah. of the normal entertainment. For us sports people, uh, it's not there right now. Not going yeah. on. You, you, so, uh, you, you, you can imagine that here right now, the Jokasin forums, so mainly WhatsApp, uh, the, the Jokasin groups are more lived than ever. Uh, right. Speaking about everything, but people is really uh, 
making a very good company to one another. Now we are solving lots of mysteries also. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's so, solving mysteries. I think that people can add some of, some of your own so that we... Yeah. Like that. But we are also doing, there is some GSAC lessons that they are, uh, there, for example, uh, there's a colleague here, Picaras, who is just making videos of himself just to show how to use GSAC. Oh. Uh, yeah. There are people learning to do what eagles. So there are there are many things that that also people okay. are are doing, and we are doing also games. Today there was a game. You know what Kahoot is? Yes. Kahoot is yeah. some is some kind of game uh, answer yeah. questions. So they yeah. made a game today. For example, thirty hundred people uh, just playing the game here in Spain, answering oh, like yeah. questions <laughs> about Jokasin and and to know who was the best and who had the best knowledge in difficult questions about how, where Mingo was, for example. Right. <laughs> Things yeah. like that. That's good. No, yeah, Kahoot. Yeah, that's that's a fun idea to do, uh, like you said, because that's, uh, you know, that's and that's like, and Jesse was mentioning the fact that um, Tuesday nights we've added a sixth, six, how can I get all my fingers in there? Six, <laughs> sixth podcast. I know that's crazy. Um, it's overkill, but that's the point. It's supposed okay, to be all need that right now. So, <laughs> so, uh, we added a fifth, uh, which is for fifth ones only for, for patrons. That's kind of a special one, but we've got, we've got the Sunday show. We've got geocaching with kids. Thank you, Derek Baker. He's in the chat room. Uh, he does that on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, uh, geocache talk presents, which we just had one recently uh, with um, Jamie Pullman. That was a lot of fun. Got another one coming up that's very exciting. I'm I'm very excited to to post the next one. Jesse did the the next Geocache Talk uh, presents episode. So looking forward to mm-hmm. uh, putting that out uh, soon in uh, April for that one. And then um, we've got Gadget Talk, which is on every. We're gonna we're thinking to expand that a little bit. It's, it's a monthly show, but I think we're going to go right. Just yeah, go to a couple times a month Yeah, for gadget talk. And then the other fill ins for Tuesday, we're doing what's called Tuesdays with geocache talk. And so looking forward to that. we got some, some, some great ideas for that. It's kind of a, be a lot of fun. It's going to be very different than the rest of them. Um, and, um, that's going to be fun to do as well. So, um, Looking forward to that. Um, so again, thanks so much for the update. Uh, really appreciate that, uh, Julio. Um, very interesting to hear about. So I guess Jesse, do we want to jump into to the topic of the day? Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, the the world's going crazy, but we're still going to talk about geocaching. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's what so, we do. What I want to do is I want to take a minute. We'll get into some specific things, but I want to kind of go back to um, something that's interesting. Keith was on the show a while back and we talked about uh, the Camino uh, Santiago. How's that? Camino. Camino. Okay. Sorry. Keith. <laughs> no, no, you said it best. And, <laughs> um, Camino de Santiago. Yes. It was, it's a fascinating, you know, in its, in its own, regardless of geocaching, the yeah. Camino is a fascinating story about, um, and Keith told Keith that was a fascinating uh, story. I know you, you'll never forget your time on the Camino. 
I will not. Um, so just kind of give people real quick, kind of a uh, give people sort of an uh, preview or a synopsis of what the Camino is, and Julio, you can jump into it during this point, but kind of let people know what it is and then maybe a little bit about, um, well, I want to recap the whole thing, Keith, but kind of give people uh, an idea. Because <laughs> we could we'd be here all night, which is, I love, it. I love talking about it, but kind of give people an idea of, you know, you, you said you walked, you started in France, which is a lot of people don't start, people could start at different points on the Camino Trail. Um, for people that just to kind of give a this sort of a generic term for it, but and then kind of talk a little bit about that, and then we'll kind of talk about um, the experience of of maybe some of the geocaches you can do along the trail, and then right. we'll kind of get into more of the geocaching. But kind of give people kind of an update, Keith, on on your trip that you had there. Okay, well, I had never heard of the Camino de Santiago. I'd never in my life dreamed I would travel to Spain or have any reason to do so. I didn't know anything about Spain. Uh, and then one of the geocaching.com lackeys, uh, Annie Love, uh, did a the Camino, and that's how I learned about it. In fact, we did a uh, magazine, uh, one of my magazine covers features her uh, story about the Camino. Right. So uh, this is, I'm trying to do this with my phone here, so bear with okay. me, but uh, this story would by mine, and so I read her account of, of this Camino uh, journey that she made. Mm -hmm. I basically sat down with my wife at the local cafe and said, hey, I'm going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it was just such an epic thing. It just seemed so crazy and out of, I'm not a super religious person or anything like that. It was just such a, an amazing thing, I thought, and uh and, uh, and I watched the movie. There's a movie about it called The Way with Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. And uh, it's uh, it was just a very inspiring kind of story and everything. And it just seemed like such a, I mean, the ultimate bucket list item of, of thing you might accomplish in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I signed up for it, got my plane ticket, flew over. My wife was going to join me on the last leg, which is uh, the last few uh, – uh, segment of the Camino from Saria to uh, Santiago. Um, I start walking. I, I show up in Saint Jean Pied de Port, uh, which is on the French uh, side of the border, and uh, uh, all by myself. Didn't know anybody. Just there doing this thing. And uh, by the time I reached Pamplona, I had twelve friends that have now become <laughs> lifelong friends. Yes. Um, I, I, there was a character in the movie, The Way, called uh, uh, Joost from Amsterdam. And he was this big old Dutch guy, giant Dutch guy. And he, he, was a, he was a real charismatic character in the movie. And on the first day crossing that mountain, I met Yo uh, Johan from Amsterdam. It was amazing. <laughs> he, was big, he was a big giant man too. <laughs> and he helped me. He became my, uh, we called him my guardian angel. Cause that, that day I got, I got lost on the mountain and, uh, uh, and I got started to panic and I eventually called up to Johan and another guy from Dane, uh, from uh, Denmark called Dane of all things. Right. And, and they helped me make it off that mountain. Johan lended me one of his poles because I could barely walk. But it was 18 miles. You know, one of them's up a hill. Oh, yeah. Uh, up, up the mountain. And then there's two miles straight down practically at the end. So anyway, I met this fantastic group of people. By the time uh, I got to Pamplona, uh, there was Gregorio uh, from Spain. 
Johan from Amsterdam, Mara from uh, from Holland, uh, actually the UK, and right. Anya from Poland and Yarek from Poland. And so all these people I met that are stout, now still my friends. And just to cut this story as short as possible, <laughs> we became such good friends that we've had a reunion every year. Oh, neat. And our reunion this year was supposed to be in Brighton next month. Oh, uh. And everything's been canceled. My plane oh, got my trip got canceled. Everything. So uh, we have met in Denmark, in Spain, in Malaga, and also uh, now this earlier this or early last year they came to Texas. So the whole group was down here in Texas. And while they were here, I had a special geocoin made. Oh, neat! You can see that. Oh, can I can never get I figure out. I know. Oh, that's uh, neat. I love so it. So this is my Spanish piece of egg. Uh, and all the 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 Columbia, all the the, the nationalities that uh, that came down to visit. Oh, neat! And on the reverse, there's a a Camino symbol I created, sort of like uh, roots of all the paths of the Camino leading up to the church is what's in the center there, and then the scallop shell above. So this was a, just awesome. a commemorative geocoin I did of their visit, and it's that's nice pretty much it's the nice story in a nutshell. Go, go ahead, earlier was it? No, I was saying that it was a very beautiful message, the one that you have on the GeoCoin, the, the one that you have on the front. Uh, this, I think it was uh, La Amistad es el verdadero tesoro. It was a, a very beautiful message. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, one of yep. the girls that uh, that was on the, that I didn't mention yet is Julieta from Colombia. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I, <laughs> there's a whole story to this. I won't get into it, but it's in, it's actually in the magazine. Um, I hid a treasure box on the island for the, for, for Johan's son to find. And that I stocked it full of 50 of those geocoins. So, uh, and, we, and we took them out on the island and they, I had a treasure map and everything. Wow. And the kid dug up this treasure while we were out there. Oh, and Julieta cool. said, Julieta said, Oh, you're making me cry. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, that was a, that was something else. It was a, oh, you're pulling out the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> He pulled it onto the top to read again later. So what, what's, uh, what's really nice about El Camino, and uh, I did El Camino some years, many years ago. Uh, I was uh, I was not in geocaching yet, so I didn't find any caches in the Camino. But one of the beautiful things is that, as you say, usually you are making uh, it together with other people. Not because you decided to go together, because it's just that you are making the same uh the same distance every day and sleep in the same place so you are seeing the same people once uh, again another every everybody is helping them is helping everybody so much so the people that uh, at the beginning were completely strangers uh end mm -hmm. up being your companion and your best friends are taking you out of problems and helping them i remember when when i did it uh it, i was 18 at that moment that uh, we were sleeping and when we woke up, uh, we found out that all our cookie supplies for the breakfast were gone. <laughs> uh, and we had been left a note uh, from some, uh, from the people who took it saying, hey, sorry dudes, I didn't have anything to it. And what happened is that for the following week, every time that we got up for breakfast, we had our cook a part of our cookies back, how this guy was buying them and trying to give us back the, the cookies that he had, <laughs> that he had taken, and no, it, it's really a, 
a great experience and uh, you know incredible people doing it. it and it doesn't depend if you are religious or not, it doesn't have anything to do with it. So El Camino is something that was born as a religious peregrination uh, for pilgrims, but right now it really doesn't matter uh, if, right. if it's religious or not. Uh, the, experience, sure. the experience being there is, is great. It's great. And, and I really Absolutely. encourage to everybody who is coming to Spain, if they are going to be here a while, they don't have to be 30 days. They don't have to work from France. I think what your wife did, Keith, from yeah. Sarria is the minimum you can do in order to get your accreditation, your passport. Right. right. Uh, that is 100 kilometers. I don't know how it's in, how much it is in miles. Uh, 80 miles, something like that. Something probably. like that. Yeah. Something like that, 80 miles. So. Uh, and and it's it's really great. It's for five that's, days working if you are doing that. Right. So it's a good amount. Go ahead, Keith. So the the the, the thing about the camaraderie, the the learning, the meeting people. That uh, I, I stayed in a, an albergue, which is like a hostel uh, in uh, Saint Jean, yeah. called Bellari, and they took mm -hmm. a big group photo of everyone. And after I returned home, I called. I, I well, I probably emailed uh, Bellari, the, the albergue. And said, "Hey, can I get a copy of that group photo you got? You took at the very beginning." Mm -hmm. And when I looked at that photo, I knew eight or nine or ten of the people in the room with me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I had no idea who they were when at the at the time that the photo was taken. And all these people had become acquaintances. Some of them been close friends. Some of them literally uh, helped me, like like uh, Julio was saying. These the people will help you. If you have a, a problem, uh, loaning you bandages for your toes, you know. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. it, you learn really, many things. You learn it, many things in El Camino. <laughs> how exactly, to and it's it's and, all, and it, how you you really don't need so much clothes as you think you need. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. That was a big that was a big lesson. I I, I mailed about half my stuff forward to Santiago. Yeah. After about three days, and thank right. God I went to the post office. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was a wonderful experience. Jinx, she said she, that's where she started in Saria. So that's a good, ah. that's a good, good point for people. If that's a, like you said, and about seventy-five miles, so that's cool. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Most people don't have a whole month to go do take a vacation yeah. like that. So right. uh, yeah, no, that's it's, great. So of um, of the experience, we'll start with Keith about. Um, you know, as you went, of course, you're focused on that the length of the, the trip. Absolutely. And you found a few, and you took great photos. I did find, I did find my copy of the one from uh, about Annie going on that. Annie Love, for those that know, pretty much everybody, I think everybody kind of knows Annie. Uh, this particular edition was um, Volume 7, Issue 3 in 2016. That's the one. Now you did another one with with yours though, um, Keith. But this one is the one that Annie did, which was kind of interesting. No, no, well, here we go. Can I get it up there? There we go. There that's go. the one. That's what you did, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's my Polish friend Yarek and his girlfriend Anya up on top of the wall, and that's at uh, what is that? So, yeah, I can't remember exactly which cat it was. The inside front cover there it tells you where I was at. Right. It was one of those Bridges crossed and there was within rocks of the of the bridge. I yeah, want to say Orbigo, uh, something uh, Orbigo maybe. Uh, yeah, it's um, Paso uh, del uh, Paso 
Honroso. Honroso. Okay. Okay. Honroso is uh, in Hospital de or boy. Okay, that's right. Okay. GC six <laughs> T is in terrain two four uh, water. And I want to mention something about my geocaching while I was on the Camino de Santiago. Yeah. I had created a whole, uh, what do you call it? The list you make, the pocket queries. Yeah. And I you know, the Santiago. I was going to get everything. And then once I started walking, I was like, if this cache isn't like 30 feet off the trail, forget it. <laughs> I could not physically walk any more than I did. I tell people that walking the Camino is like this. You, 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 you walk until you, uh, like go out. If you want to know what the Camino is about, go out and walk. Just walk down the street. Walk down until you and, and keep walking. Walk and walk and walk until you can't walk anymore. You couldn't possibly take another step and then right. walk another three kilometers <laughs> because that's what the Camino is like. Uh, but I, I I found fewer caches than I expected to on that walk be, just for that reason. It was just so exhausting just getting to the next destination. And I also noticed that uh, I when I arrived at Santiago. We had several days to, to explore. So in Santiago, I actually found quite a few of the, the local caches. So okay. when I pulled pulled up my list to kind of before when you told me to invited me to the show, I was looking. I said, "Oh no, all the caches that I found have been have been archived, or, or they're all, they're all disabled." And disabled. I thought I thought there was something. And then I went and read one of the uh, descriptions, and just like Julio was saying, uh, the, yeah. the 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 owner Ogolpe. Uh, had said that he had uh, he had disabled them for that reason because of the virus. So yeah. these are all still there to be found. One of them was really really a cool uh, earth cache, and it's still there to be found. It's just going to have to wait to be unarchived or un undisabled at some point. Right. Yeah. Have you have you disabled any of yours, Julio? Or are you going to wait? Uh, well, I myself did. I have to admit that I didn't disable them. I have about two hundred of them. And uh, and I can I, I know how to use GSAC, and doing them one by one was a little bit uh, hard, yeah. hard. So no, not yet. I have to admit that I have had no founds for the last uh, ten days. Okay. Uh, so people are taking this quite seriously. Sure. But I assume that at some point in time, because they are even making banners for our profiles with the people who have disabled this guy, our cases and the community mm. is sure. preparing, preparing, preparing banners. So probably I, I will do it in, in the end. Uh, we have disabled some geo arts, but uh, they are not mine, but from a group of people. Yeah. So that was easier. Uh, somebody got into the account and disabled everything in, okay. in the geo arts and so on. But no, mine are, are not still disabled. Right. Um, so Keith, um, we're gonna, uh, we'll talk about, we're gonna talk about Julio, a couple of Julio's, uh, uh, that I found interesting, but before we get into that, just in general, and I, and I know you've kind of talked about this before, cause you've done, you've been several places in Europe. Um, they're the containers, the caches over in Europe for the most part, I think are pretty much like we would find in America or what, what do you, what are, what are some, what are some of your thoughts as far as does anything stand out that's different? I, th I think that's accurate. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty. Uh, use a pretty simpler system of, of containers. Um, you know, when I'm in Europe, I'm usually not looking for a park and grab. Uh, uh, some of the more amazing ones I found have been earth caches. Uh, there's mm -hmm. one, uh, an ammonite on the Com Caminito del Rey, 
uh, which oh, was an amazing. That's one. a great place. Yeah, it? and that was just so. And so I'm usually finding caches that are already in an amazing place. We we visited the uh, what is the uh, Sagrada uh, de Familia, I guess, in uh, in Barcelona, and mm -hmm. found. I don't know if that was a virtual. That might have been an actual cache. But okay. a lot of the caches I'm finding, just because I'm going to these very special places. Are, are, are amazing just because of the place you go to. And that, that's what I feel like ge all geocaching should be about. Mm -hmm. I, I much prefer caches that are placed in amazing places than just in a, a mall parking lot or something like that. And I understand sure. everybody plays the game differently and everything. But when I'm traveling, especially in Europe, you're going to want to find the caches that are in amazing places. Yeah, I get and speaking of that, I want to, before I go, or before I go, before mm, before, before, I for, before I forget, yeah, uh, I, I I actually own a geocache in Spain now. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. Thanks to uh, the uh, the virtual awards they did a couple of years back. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, I own a cache called Cruz de Fierro, ah, and it's Cruz actually a virtual at on the Camino at the big yeah. Iron Cross. Cruz de Fierro is uh, Iron Cross in, in Spanish. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so that was where I chose to place my virtual because that was a very special place. I mean, it's it's yes. a place that'll bring you to tears. Uh, uh, just uh, the the this giant mound of stones that people have left. Right. Uh, representing their their burdens in life uh, oh, at neat. this uh, at this place, this very amazing place on the Camino. It, it was really, really, really. A, so I'm real happy to have been able to place a, a geocache there. That is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and I was thinking also uh, when we, we talked before we had you on about um, you were very. Um, sort of stood out for you. Uh, some was also the geocaches along the coast because it's a beautiful, when you look at the photos of the coast of Spain, it's just amazing mm -hmm. um, to, to view. And um, yeah, I climbed down the rocks at Finisterre and found a geocache that actually was shaped in a scallop shell. Uh, mm -hmm. it, was, it had a scallop shell attached to it somehow. And it was just a real fitting end to my, my whole journey to, to find that geocache there at the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> is, is that something that, uh, Julio, a lot of people who come over, do you, do you like, is that something that you might mention? Maybe not, maybe they're from another, I mean, maybe, maybe they're Europe, in Europe and they, they talk about caching. Is that, is that an area of Spain that, that you would suggest the people, get to as the coast to kind of get the beautiful views as well as find some cool geocaches along the coast? Is that well, sure, sure. So in Spain, there are many places to go catching. And I agree with uh, what Keith was saying, that if you are coming from the States or you're coming from far away, uh, it's much better than just to go to special places um, that, uh, that yeah. just going uh, for, uh, to find hundreds of catches because that's possible here. Also, we have some power trails of uh we have one of 700 caches and i i really uh wonder myself when when i was doing it and i was seeing uh signatures also signs and locks from german people and say they came over from germany to make this whenever <laughs> they can stay in spain seeing uh, beautiful things and so on and they came to make this power trail which really 
it's just for the sake of getting one cache after the other after the oh, other. Oh, right. Yeah. But yeah, here in Spain, just uh, in the coast, and uh, additionally the coast in the north of Spain is very different from the coast in the south and the east of Spain. It's one is the Atlantic Ocean, the other is the Mediterranean Sea, and mm. they are very different from, from each other. Uh, the north is very, very green, as Keith will know for sure. The mm. south is much warmer, much hotter. The we all we even have a desert in, in the south of Spain, right? And there are great places, but also in the mountains. In Spain, there are lots of mountains, of course, they are not sure. the Rocky Mountains. We don't have the heights that you have in the United States, but uh, there are great places here also to, to do some hiking if you go to the mountain and, and finding catches, right? So, yeah, I would say that. Uh, so I wouldn't tell anybody go to the coast or go to the mountain or go to the city. I would just say, just go what you like seeing because right. I'm sure you will find wonderful catches everywhere. And uh, we say cache. Sorry, uh, it's <laughs> yeah, ge geocaching. <laughs> and and I, I want to point something out. Uh, every part of Spain is beautiful. I, right. If there's, if there's an ugly part of Spain, I haven't encountered it because even taking a train ride from. Uh, uh, from uh, from Madrid to uh, I, I forget the city on the coast is not Malaga but uh, not far from there. Uh, um, it was just beautiful. I mean, I just <laughs> the country is wonderful. <laughs> it's right. a great place to visit, and you know, I, yeah, I mean, but, don't but worry you, about sticking to the coast. The, you, the whole damn country is is, is fantastic. Right. Yeah, that, I would say it's not only the coast. It depends on what you like. So if you like the coast, for sure, go to the coast. Mm -hmm. uh, there are many people from Northern Europe which come to Spain and stay the whole the whole winter, just going many geocachers, uh, just going from the north of Spain to the south of Spain uh, down the coast. But also in Madrid or in the middle, in the big cities, Barcelona is a wonderful city to visit. Mm -hmm. Galicia in Camino de Santiago is a great place to see. Andalucía, Málaga, Huelva, Cadiz. So everything is uh, just wonderful to see. And it's not a big country. I think it's not bigger than Texas, I imagine. No, probably not. Uh, if it's 1,000 kilometers from north to south, so that's about 800 miles from north to south. It's not... No, it's hundred. I uh, you're, one thousand miles from not two thousand probably. Right. You're exactly right because when I got back, I started thinking if I'd walk from my home in Port Aransas in South Texas, how far could I go? Right. Uh, if if five hundred miles, like the Camino. Yeah. And uh, I can barely get to any bordering state. I mean, I might be able to cross over to New Mexico if I go this way. <laughs> I might get the. I might get the. Uh, Louisiana going this way, but I can just barely get out of Texas. It's a big state, but it's about mm. the same, and it's probably very similar to, in size to, to Spain, I would imagine. Yeah, I think I think that more or less it's uh, it's the same. So, yeah, there are many places to go. Uh, and anybody who comes, uh, I would not, depending on the amount of tests that they have, but if you come to Spain, I would say just try to see as much as you can. So something like doing the Camino that you're walking the whole north of Spain or walking from north to south, but try to see as much as possible because there are many different things and many different places uh, to visit. So Andalusia has nothing to do with uh, Galicia or Asturias on the north of Spain. The yeah, <clears throat> the east coast, uh, Valencia has and Catalonia have nothing to do with 
a Extremadura, also beyond mm. of Portugal. If it, Portugal is not Spain, but we are just uh, cousins, as I say, <laughs> close neighbors. <laughs> so it's it, uh, there are many many things to say and many lot of catches to to do here. So, but I assume that if you come here, it's just doing the same that I do when I go to a foreign country. It's taking a query, which are the most favorited catches, and then try to to visit all of them because uh, yeah. they will always take you to to awesome places, or you will find uh, awesome catches also. Also, yeah. So that's for a visitor, but I'm kind of curious. So you live there. So what is your favorite? If obviously you're not visiting, so in your own country in Spain. What is your favorite type of cache to go find? Like you're going to have probably 30 days in between the last cache that you found and your next one. So what's the next thing you're going to want to go out and find? Oh, uh, here in Spain. <clears throat> hopefully only 30 days, right? Hopefully. Yeah, only yeah. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you, you can just pick from any so, cache so there. You, you know, I, I would not go looking for a specific geocache here in Spain. How but that's the kind of caching like I that I like. I would go looking for a special event, someone to meet many people and mm -hmm. to find colleagues from all over Spain. As Spain is also not big, we know everybody from the the usual guys, as, as we say. So mm -hmm. everybody from the rest of the Spain. If I had to pick an area, it's uh, I would. Probably my decision would be driving about where's the nearest big event that, and when I make a big, it's not a mega or anything, but something special, something that's not the, just the usual afternoon event. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's one of the things. Uh, if I had to choose a place, probably right now I would go to the north, but that's because I love green so much. Mm -hmm. uh, so just going to Asturias or Cantabria and to see the mountains, the yeah. the grass, the green, the sea, uh, probably that's where, where I would go. And uh, if I had to think about Akashé right now, I would say I would go just finding virtuals because now with these new virtuals, uh, we are discovering many great places uh, that we didn't know and that people who got this virtual knew there's a specific awesome place that maybe it's not the biggest cathedral or the museum, which they also have virtuals, but also very special places that places that are hidden to everyone and that nobody nobody knows that. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm seeing here Ibiza and of course the islands. The islands in Madrid, Canarias and yeah. Baleares are great places to, uh, yeah. to go. That is that is cool. Yeah. Somebody mentioned uh some uh, Roger mentioned about the La Palma. La Palma yeah. first. Yeah, that's in in Baleares and no, that's in Canarias and, and that's great. It's yeah. a, a wonderful place to go. So I ask you, I want to ask you quick uh, about a couple uh, and then um, uh, show uh, let me show a screen on a couple of these because I want to ask you about uh, this one I think will be interesting because in Jesse you'll have to probably speak more to this one uh, this is one of Julio's um, <laughs> his uh, this is a where I go? What what I pick up? What oh, I grabbed the wrong one, Jesse. I picked that that is I the best one, of course. <laughs> it's got a bunch of favorite points. Uh, it's in uh, Andalusia. Yeah, well, really, this cache has. 
two versions, let me say, because it was prepared uh, for Madrid, uh, where I live. But when they hold a mega in Andalusia, they asked me to, they requested me to make a copy of it in oh, Andalusia. Yeah. And I put it there. It's dedicated to the game Munchkin. Yep. Uh, and it's uh, like that game, but based on Jokashin. So you can find <laughs> treasures and tools, you can find enemies, you have to, you can find. Uh, Cruises, I think it's the word in English, uh, a cruise, and uh, it's quite funny. It took me over um, three months to prepare that, uh, oh, no. making all the all the logic behind that, and uh, the idea. So it's quite easy to play. Somebody could make that probably in half an hour, but what I did is just uh, put some kind of let me see how to say it. Um, so challenges. So anybody yeah. who can beat all the courses or can find all kinds of treasures and there are 40 of them and so on. And there would be people who would be playing for days and days over for that game. So I think there it has 18 favorites in Huelva right now. And in right. Madrid, Madrid version has about between 20 and 30 right now. Uh, which in Spain, well, there are cases with many much more favorites than this. I can tell you that in Spain, there are cases which have hundreds, and I don't know if there's anything with <laughs> thousands, but for sure hundreds of cases. But probably this this where, where I go, it's one of the uh, the ones that I am most proud about because uh, people one. usually tell me it's it's funny to play and it can be a little addictive if you like the, the original game. Are, are there a lot of... Uh, as you look and you know like Keith's saying you're gonna see a lot of incredible earth caches and, mm -hmm. and some of the some of the virtuals over in Spain are incredible too are mm -hmm. do you think that there are there um, do you think there are a lot of some of the other things like where I goes is there I know we talked about we'll talk about the geo art in a minute but mm -hmm. uh, where I goes puzzles are those challenges yeah uh, there are great puzzles, very difficult ones. So if okay. you do like puzzles uh, in, for example, mainly in Madrid and Barcelona. Okay. So in, the, in these both cities, there are incredible puzzles, very, very difficult to solve. Some of them, some of them very funny. Uh, <laughs> there are also some good, uh, very good where I goes. Uh, uh, also Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia and Galicia, there are very, very good, uh, very good ones, very funny ones uh, with lots of effort behind, behind that. Uh, there's one guy here called, uh, one's called Morlonio and the other one is Kenobi who make great Veragos. They have, and it's, uh -huh. uh, Kenobi has an escape room here in Spain. Um, oh. So he may, he loves making this kind of games yes. with puzzles and all that things, and I know that he dedicated a lot of uh, a lot of time to prepare them. Uh, they're also very good physical, uh, so traditional catches. Uh, sure. We have some series in Madrid, in the cool. north of Spain, also in in Valencia, the east, which are called probably someone who has come to Spain, who to Madrid has shown this. I don't know if uh, Roger or or uh, the other girl that was commenting, that is called uh, a series that is called Pero Esto Que Es, that's called in English, What's This? And that's something that you will find in the city just at plain view, big boast attached to something, and you okay. just have to find to discover how to open it. Oh, and, the, and, and, and the good uh, and right. a good point about these catches is, I always say that when I speak to the owner is, how on earth did you get to this place 
and literally uh, I don't know how you say that. Uh, yeah. Attached it to the place platform oh, with, right. with uh, I don't know how to say it. Uh, how they so it's it. Physically attached to the place, so right. nobody. It's impossible that nobody is going to take uh, to take it. Yeah, cool. And and he has incredible catches with a lot of imagination. Uh, that's cool. Of uh, the, as you say, uh, mechanisms. So there are yeah. some gadgets to to open them. That's neat. Uh, we have some. Also, some electronics uh, yeah. what we call so just uh, to play a machine to make some kind of so some electronics around that, which is also very very funny. And mm -hmm. I always say when I speak to the owners of this, is I wouldn't dare making some of this because if it gets uh, broken, uh, if it's broken or somebody uh, takes it, I yeah. would just go mad for the amount of time. And, right. also, and also even money that, that sometimes you are uh, you are spending on on that. Sure. So yes, there are there are very very good ones. There are, uh, but in, in all Spain, I think uh, there are wonderful ones, and uh, people enjoy them very much. Even when somebody publishes a really good one uh, in the WhatsApp groups, everybody speaks about it and go explicitly to make that specific geocache right. because it's something special. <laughs> and everybody wants to go just in case it disappears at some time. And, yeah. and so I have to go and I have to go this week because who who knows what will happen with, right. with it. And, and I want to see this in first hand. So there are great things here. Yeah. Do they... Um... Because like Jesse's talking about, like we were talking about challenges. Is that uh, over here uh, in the United States, um, we have people who, well, we have a lot of people who are interested in various different challenges. Mm -hmm. Jesse wrote a cool book about about challenges. Um, do do people over in Spain, do they like try to get, uh, is um, in one either Keith or Julio could speak to, is there, Everything's is it provinces or states? How is Spain sort of? Uh, yeah, it's a uh, you, you could say it has some kind of states, and then inside the states, there are provinces. I think there okay. are 17 states, and then we have about 50, 50 something provinces. Okay, uh, so people and, try uh, to like get one in every one, and they can kind of mm, say, Hey, I got yes. one in every province. Yes, we we like doing that. There's some challenges in order to get all provinces in, in Spain. There's also a very good one. I don't know if you have that in the USA. That is the 360 degrees. That is mm -hmm. just from Madrid, which is in the center of Spain, trying yeah. to find yeah. a cache in one in each one of the degrees. That's only for the prof that's only for the professionals. <laughs> it's very very difficult to even even for the ones which are in Madrid, uh, for the people who live in Madrid, it's very difficult. I don't want to imagine the people who live in the coast <laughs> that they have to go around all yeah, Spain in order right. to make it. It's very complicated. <laughs> and we have one thing that appeared uh, three years ago, I think. It was uh, started by a user, which was called Manu Portres. Then it was continued by by Picarax, uh, who is the one who is now organizing a mega in Madrid. That is called uh, Geo Desafios. It's it's called Geo it's Geo Challenges in English. It's one of the biggest communities that we have now. Okay. That he's proposing every month a challenge of doing something special. Oh, yeah. uh, so, for example, in February uh, it was leap year. Uh, the challenge was to find at least uh, I don't know if it was twenty or fifty catches that were published in a February or in a leap year. 
uh, this month the challenge is a little bit more uh, complicated. Is finding no catches uh, during the <laughs> stay at home, and it's official. It's, <laughs> if you you cannot find and block any catches during this period, but there are, uh, so it's always interesting because uh, you get to do different things. Uh, for people, I've, I've only been playing for four years, but or four or five, I don't know. Right. But uh, for people who who have been playing for a lot of their time, or even for people who are newbies, uh, just trying to find some kind of challenge to do something special. Uh, you have to find a cachet that is at least 100 kilometers away from your home, or you mm -hmm. have to find a uh, cachet which is at least, uh, or five cachets during the month that are at least uh, difficulty four or more, or terrain four or more, so things like that. Okay. Uh, this kind of funny things. There's a community where we are speaking about that. There's a person, a great person who is making for us the banners, so we get in our profile right. some kind of banner if we have yeah. been awarded the challenge or not. And in fact, it's one of the biggest communities now in WhatsApp in in Spain or about Yukashin is done uh, about this, um, and it's it's very funny. Is it on? Um, so, socially, it, it, you said uh, most people are using WhatsApp. Is that what they're using for? Or what What are they using for? Is it Facebook or? Uh, for communicating, I would say that mostly we use WhatsApp. Uh, we have several groups in Facebook. Uh, there are some three, four associations in Spain, Yokashin okay. associations. So we have Yokashin Spain, uh, right. which was the, I think it was one of the first ones. We have one in Madrid, which is called Mat Forgeo. There's one in the in the coast, which is called Yokashin uh, Mare Nostrum. So uh, Union Yokashin Mare Nostrum. It's right. a great association. And uh, this have uh, Facebook pages, but mainly we move and communicate over WhatsApp. So there are okay. big WhatsApp teams or big WhatsApp groups in big cities or areas. Okay. So there's one right. in Madrid, one in Catalonia, one in Levante. And additionally, there's one big WhatsApp team uh, that's okay. for all Spain, where people gotcha. between uh, different places in Spain are communicating cool. and are coordinating. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's a that's a. <clears throat> That's a neat way, like you said, for people to talk about the geocaching as far as, you know, you can kind of tap into that and go, oh, what are they talking about? You know, what's the latest going on in Barcelona? And you can kind of mm -hmm. check on it and go, oh, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about this new cache and stuff. For yeah, that's it. That's it. Very neat. That's that's a lot of uh, online community. You mentioned events earlier. Is there what are events like? I mean, you mentioned like just an average event, like a coffee shop or a meeting, a meetup, but are events pretty common? Uh, well, depends on the area. Uh, in, uh, in Madrid, Valencia, Catalonia, there are many geocaches and events are many common, are very, very common. In other places, uh, for example, if you go to Andalusia, they are not so common. And even many of the events are made by uh, foreign people, German people or UK people, oh. or people that are coming to Spain. But, uh, for example, in Madrid, Catalonia, I think we have uh, events almost every weekend. Uh, oh. I, I can say that last year my statistics were 50 events during the year. So it was almost every weekend having an event. 
considering mega citos, uh, you say cito, considering uh, trust out, yeah. okay, citos, uh, normal events, and, and so on. So here in Madrid, for example, we have a usual monthly event that is called Geotrevecitas, Geobeers, where we meet uh, the second Thursday of the month at one place in Madrid in, in mm -hmm. every month uh, to just to drink some beers and to get up, keep up how we are doing. We have monthly events to go to the mountain to to make a hike. We have uh, at least three, four megas every year yeah. in all of Spain, in mm -hmm. the south, in the east. We are having our first mega in Madrid because it's funny that we didn't celebrate a mega in Madrid up to now, and we hope mm -hmm. we are celebrating it. It's already a mega, and we hope it's uh, we are celebrating it in October if everything goes well and yeah. and we don't have any more right. in, right. in, in the yeah. world. But for sure, uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we will make it. Yeah. And yes, there are many events. We have uh, also some events, uh, what we call the yearly events from the association. So we have, for example, an association which is called Talbo GIF, who, which celebrates, I think it's one of the best GIF events I've ever seen for the whole weekend with a theater to see the GIF films, but mm. not only that. So oh. with activities, dinners, uh, specific catches prepared for the event. So it's wonderful. And we also like having, although they are not megas, but weekend events. Uh, we have yeah. two or three during the year. So it's probably only with seven, between 50 and 100 teams. So about uh, 100 persons. And that's for the whole weekend. We get all together to a specific point, usually a small village, mm. and just hire a place. And uh, the ones who prepare it, prepare it for the during the previous months, preparing special catches for that event and so on. And we all go there. And so not all, not everybody. I mean, they are not big, big events, but uh, it's very funny when you attend to, to one of those. So Yeah, we're, we're going to... Oh, well, we'll talk kind of toward the at the very end. We'll kind of talk about the the mega coming up in October a little bit. But uh, mm -hmm. I, I know just mentioned that um, you know, like you know, like you said, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of events, which is great. Uh, Jesse does one once a week, and uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, Keith, did you um, did you have an event to try to meet people while you're over there, or to do like? Did you set up an event? I know that that's probably something we always encourage people to do. Mm -hmm. If you're in another location, either another state or in this case, another country to set it up, set up a meet and greet in that way you can kind of meet some of the locals. So, you know, I don't think I've ever done that. I, I like the idea. I've yeah. thought about it. It's just, you know, I never think about it ahead of time to do the, do the planning to make it happen. Sure. I'm trying to remember if my, maybe I have done it and I don't think so. Did you want so. in um, uh, Belgium? Did you have one? No. Did I? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> it's but, possible. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, if I might have had a. But I, I noticed he said I don't that. No, so. I don't think so. Yeah, I like uh, the idea not, there. Uh, getting together uh, for a couple beers. Would you call it three beers? Is that what you called it? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, geocervecitas. Yeah. <laughs> beers. So that's funny. Uh, yeah, that, no, that, that's that's neat. Geocervecitas has been celebrated in Madrid, I think, with no stop but this month that we are oh. not going to have it, for sure. For the last 
I think it's four years or something like oh, that. Neat. We we even have a pack which is given to anyone who has attended. I think it's fifty of them. Right. <laughs> we just uh, we just had to stop our weekly event. We, every Monday morning we meet for coffee, and this uh, was I think one hundred and eighty-two weeks in a row. Uh, and we have to stop it for a couple of weeks now, so that's it's a bummer. But you know, if it's going to keep people safe, it's worth it. Yeah, uh, we, we were asking our reviewers the other day if we could make it virtual, uh, but I think that the uh, direction sure. from HQ has said that no virtual events are allowed. To. <laughs> no, yeah, not get it all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let, let's talk for a moment about um, the event, the big, the I guess the big event. The how do you say that? Uh, that's Brunette for you. Brunette is the place where it's going to be to be held. Mm, okay. uh, it's, it's very near Madrid. It's just uh, 20 minutes from Madrid by by car. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's always easier to celebrate an event uh, in, a, in a more small village than something so big than, than Madrid, mm -hmm. where it's uh, yeah, because there you have <clears throat> the support from the <clears throat> from the public uh, public administration, and they have provided us with installations and so on. It's going to be a big event. It's going to last for three days because it's a holiday in Spain. Uh, it's Columbus Day. Uh, I think you also celebrated. Right. And, uh, uh, and well, it's going to be something uh, that's going to be great. Uh, we have uh, Lucas, who is the one, the mainly one who is organizing this, Picarax, right. uh, is uh, putting uh, GeoArt with, uh, I think, something that more than 1,000 of catches. Okay. We are preparing some where egos, where egos that are going to be very, yeah. very special. We are preparing some special routes uh, in order to very special caches to 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 celebrate it and we are very excited because it's the first time that we manage to that we celebrate a mega event in madrid i think in madrid there are many people doing geocaching but we have never decided to make an event we just went to the events to the mega events that were doing some other places in spain right. in catalonia in the coast in Huelva, in, in Alicante, and so on, and in, in Zaragoza, near Zaragoza, Maria de Huelva, and we always went to that event, but we never said, let's celebrate one in Madrid, and finally this year uh, uh, we are going to do it, and we really hope that's something that's going to be very, very yeah. special. That's that awesome. <clears throat> Wow, I, I don't know if I want to go though because you're doing where I go, so I may have to skip all. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> the best. The best, yes. No, so, that, that's you wonderful. Like, uh, you like you like where I goes? Oh yeah, where I goes are the best. Uh, I, I love it. Something funny happened in in Spain. So just like two years ago. We made a GeoArt with 200 Weragos, and I think mm -hmm. it was one of the first in Europe. The, there were not many, yeah. at least, uh, I don't know if it was the first, but I, I think I didn't know any. And then suddenly people from Portugal, from Germany, and from UK just started came in just to make their statistics in Weragos grow. Because yeah. with the GeoArt, you just, boom, your statistics in, yeah. in Weragos. That is awesome. But, you know, no, but but when I speak about where I go, usually I speak of something more, so not just something easy to make a GeoArt, but some elaborated things that may take you for an hour or a couple of hours, mm -hmm. playing something or visiting something or uh, just mm -hmm. going up and down trying to discover or find something and. And that's what I really consider a good where I go. That are wonderful to to play. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, 
So, I don't know, Jesse, there's some other uh, other route you want to go tonight before we start to wrap yeah. up? Yeah, one question we always ask when we talk to somebody uh, not here <laughs> is uh, kind of about trackables, right? Oh. So, yeah. Trackables tend to go, depending on where you are here in the country, um, trackables either go and all of them seem to go to Europe anyway. Right. right? <laughs> they all end up. But they seem to go missing a lot in some of the places around here. Some places keep them good. How are they in Spain? So trackables in Spain, I would say, uh, I, I know that many trackables go to Europe. Uh, we in Spain always say that trackables go to Germany and never get out of there. Yeah. Uh, so if a trackable goes to Germany, it's a black hole where all trackables stay because it's also probably the place where there are more geocaches, more geocachers in Europe. In Spain, we usually move trackables in events. Mm-hmm. So uh, people, so when I get a trackable, usually I don't leave it in a cache. I don't want it to get lost. Uh, so I usually move it from event to event. So, right. so whenever there is an event in Spain, you get this uh, big box uh, where everybody drops the trackables and gets uh, gets them. And when you leave them, you, you usually say, so if you don't want uh, them to get uh, uh, stolen, Mm-hmm. is either you leave it somewhere where it's difficult to access so you yeah. know whoever is going to get there is Good something idea. who is a real geocacher uh, who knows right. what to do with the trackable right. but the problem with these places is that you may leave it there and it may stay there for a year or half a year or a year and a half That's and true. who knows when it's going to be to be taken right so I, I'm a, I have to admit that for me for example mainly, I move my trackables in, in events, and from event to event, mm-hmm. we we change them. Uh, but um, mm-hmm. makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, that's it's <clears throat> kind of, that's kind of the way we look at it too, right, Jesse? And we would say, I mean, I, I've seen uh, uh, caches who, like you said, are are either difficult or sort <coughs> of lo- what we call lonely. They mm-hmm. don't yeah. be found very often. And that's good. Like you said, it's a good place for a trackable. Yeah. But, but it's it's not really going anywhere mostly. So it's you have to. It's probably not going to disappear either. So no, it won't disappear. We, yeah. we do we do have a lot that tend to end up at events, mm-hmm. um, and then whether they make it to the event or make it out of the event, that's always a little risky as well. Yeah, here in some places, for example, not in Madrid, but if you go to Catalonia or uh, the East Coast in Valencia, you find that the event, they do not only make the list of struggles, but write down who took them. And they push you him, you have taken the struggle, you have to love it, because we we know that you have it. Uh, Here in Madrid, we are not so... Uh, so strict about that, so we just leave them in the box, and we make sure that uh, everybody, everything is gone, or that at least at the end of the event, the event owner has taken right. and takes the rest of the couples that have remained there. Uh, but yeah, we uh, from event to event, that's what we are doing. Anyway, what I love from trackables, sometimes they seem to be lost. I had one that was lost and suddenly appeared in Australia. Yeah. And oh, right. How it appeared because even the one that dropped it there doesn't explain how it got there. So, so he right. just dropped it. Uh, I found this trackable in Australia and I said, Well, when, how on earth did it get there? Yeah. Why, why didn't he log it? Right. That's, 
And, and that's also very funny about trockables. So I don't give much thought about my trockables. Some disappear, some not. I get very happy when after one year something appears at the other end of the at the other of the world. Right. That's the story about trackables. I've got a I've got a story about a trackable of mine that I just it just seems so improbable. But the uh, uh, I released this little trackable on a it's called a blinding devil dolphin or something like that. And it just immediately disappeared here in Corpus Christi in one of the local caches. Uh, oh. And uh, just, it was gone. This was probably eight or nine years ago, a long time ago. And the person contacted me uh, about a year ago or maybe less. I don't know. I, I put it yeah. in the magazine, the yeah. story in the magazine. Yeah. But the person said that they had found this thing in the bottom of their backpack that had come uh. loose from the little trackable animal. And it just, it was like, like well, those little tiny ingots. Uh, it looks like a, a, a silver ingot, but it was gold or something. Right. And it, it wedged in the bottom of her backpack. And she said that the thing had been all, she started naming all the countries she had taken her backpack to, oh. saying that this trackable had been to all this country. And one of the things she claimed it had done was traveled with her on the Camino de Santiago. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was just incredibly <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> she so. get her to log. <laughs> take the trackable and go. I was here. I was here. You know, so you get a, a log of all the all the places. She never got logged of any of those places, but still, she was telling me, "Oh, it's been with me everywhere." That's incredible. Yeah, I think I've uh, I think I've told the story before, but I had a trackable go missing. It was gone for a while, and I went out one day and uh, looked in a cache at the end of a multi, and my trackable was in there. wasn't logged <laughs> in there. Anything else? Like, Nothing here. shows up. It just showed up in a trackable that I had never, in a cache I'd ever found. And I said, wow. And I took it home. Of course, I sent it back out and went missing again, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Uh, we had in Spain uh, in uh, one village in the east that is called Pilar de la Orada. Uh, there was a trackable cemetery that is, was an incredible cache that uh, one prepared with an not a real grave, but a, a grave, um, and it's wooden box uh, mm. where people oh. would leave mm. all the copy trackables that they had lost. So if your trackable is disappeared, oh. you are supposed to get your copy there and yeah, and, and leave fair. it there. And <laughs> it's in an incredible cache with uh, this wooden box, uh, which is oh. very very realistic, with a cross and this. Hundreds, I don't know if thousands, but hundreds of trackable copies there. Right. <laughs> like the and there's, yeah, like a hospital. <laughs> Get them there exactly. for help, yeah. Uh, and we have also many travel back hotels here, okay. uh, which are also very very interesting places to, uh, to go and visit, and they are very good ones. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. You know, very interesting. Um, so I guess let's kind of go around and and give sort of uh, some final thoughts. Um, I guess uh, I don't care who starts. Keith, do you want to start with some final thoughts about geocaching in Spain? And no, I think we pretty much covered it all. Um, I uh, I was a little disappointed. Well, I was actually surprised. I didn't think I'd found all that many geocaches in Spain, and, I, and it turned out I'd found nineteen altogether. Oh, cool! Uh, and that was more than I really remembered having found. But I have okay. made two trips to Spain. The first was the uh, Camino de Santiago trip, and then the second was the two years later my reunion of my Camino family, right. uh, where we visited Malaga, and uh, and. Uh, 
I found quite a few, uh, or I found a few on that trip too. I think maybe four. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just a beautiful country to visit, and uh, I wish I had more time to to go geocaching there. When I when I am there, I'm usually socializing with the with my new friends. Sure. Or or walking myself to death. <laughs> well, you did, if you did Caminito El Rey, I think you visited one of the nicest places in Malaga. So it's yeah. an awesome place to visit. Yes, yes. Uh, the Caminito, for those who don't know, the Caminito del Rey is a, uh, I believe it's a, uh, it's a walkway between two hydroelectric plants that maybe aren't there anymore. I'm not sure if they're there anymore, but it's just you're walking along a cliff. Uh, and it just looks terrifying to, to see it, a picture of it or something. It's mm. not so bad when you're actually doing it because it's a very sturdy walkway and everything. Right. But it's it's like it's a, a couple mm. of miles along a cliffside oh. above this old hydroelectric plant or something. And it's just it's just beautiful and amazing. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I get. Uh, I guess we'll kind of. Uh, I'm gonna go over to Julio. I'm just gonna leave you for last here, and I'll do a follow up, but. Julio, um, again, so thank you so much for being on today. Um, thank you to you. We thank so you. really appreciate it. Um, it's you know we uh, there's that uh, that bond between geocachers all over the all over the world. You know, yeah. and so it's sure. been it's neat. Uh, I know that um, you know we uh, we all would view you now as you know uh, one of our good friends. You know, because of the 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 fact that we all uh have that uh com common uh thing about about geocaching but uh what what would you tell i guess the listeners the viewers um even people because we have a lot of people who will watch this later even uh what would you tell people uh about uh geocaching in spain so what i will tell them is visit as much of spain as you can do not think so much of making numbers and hundreds of catches, right. but visiting the real good places, which there are many of them in Spain. Right. Try going to some events because you will find out that people in Spain are lovely. Uh, right. Maybe language uh, in some, case, some cases may be a problem, but even with that, with a couple of beers, it's solved. <laughs> <laughs> so really, really try going to not even hosting an event that it's also great a meet and greet event but try going try to find out where are going to, where there are going to be events uh, in the area and and try to go there and of course you, if you are going to come during october do not miss the mega that we are having yes. here if you are go, if you are coming in at any other time of the year also check on the different megas that they are going to be here because uh you will meet uh, hundreds of very very nice people right and, uh, and if you come also, just enjoy. I mean, enjoy and enjoy your visit. And everything is not geocaching. There are many other things oh, yeah. to do. Uh, wonderful places to go, wonderful places to visit. So yes. decide decide where you are going to go. Wherever you go, for sure, you will find very nice catches. Yeah. So probably just go and visit things. And when you are there, just open your phone and, and check what can I find here, which will be amazing, sure. <laughs> right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Jesse? Yeah, you know, every time we talk to somebody from outside of the country, it just makes me want to go there. So I know. Me too. one more place to add on the list. And uh, I'd love to make it to a mega. I'd love to make it to just small events or just just going around the countryside, even hiking like Keith did. Right. There's so many things there to do. You would get lost just 
you'd want to stay there for a month. Like, you know, at Keith, right. you should be there for like a month, but I just want to stay there for a couple months just to cash and meet all the people and do all that stuff. And, you know, this is just <laughs> uh, secured that in my mind. I definitely have to, it's on the list anyway. Spain is definitely on our list. So yeah, don't yeah. Awesome. regret it. And, and, if, and if you come, please tell us because we will organize a, we will organize an event just for you. Wow. <laughs> there you go. So do, 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 do tell us, so you tell us in advance, and, and we will organize that. There you That's go. Great. He'll make a where I go. He'll uh, he'll make sure the where I goes are ready to go for you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, yeah. So uh, again, thanks. Um, a couple things. Uh, we are doing a show this Tuesday, which is kind of unusual. We're going to do that for a while until um, all this craziness mm -hmm. uh, passes. Uh, next Sunday, we have on uh, peanuts or pretzels. Uh, they are sort of, we're sort of carrying the theme along of travel, I guess. Peanuts uh, or pretzels, as, as, as Keith knows, they are big travelers. They used to live in Asia. Um, they, they live on the road. They live, literally live on the road. They live out of an RV and, mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to talk about um, basically geocaching on the road and how they're find out a little, and they tell great stories. He was, oh, yeah. I was talking to Josh uh, uh, yesterday and he's like, well, you know, what all do we want to cover on the show next week? And I said, well, we'll talk about geocaching on the road, but I just want to hear your stories because he's, he's got some of the greatest, uh, mm -hmm. Josh have some of the great, great stories. So they'll be on uh, next Sunday. Um, we've got a gadget talk in two in uh, a week from tuesday mm -hmm. uh, we have another gadget talk show so get your parts together to make the next gadget um that'll be on march 31st we'll do that show um and then the plan is for for the the show after that april 5th we're going to do something a little different we're going to talk about placing unusual caches sodak zach's going to be joining us uh, but we're going to talk about um, place uh, unusual, unusual caches would be like ski runs, trees. Mm -hmm. uh, tr in, I mean, not, not at the base of a tree. We're going to talk about <laughs> the, the, the crazy people like, like Jesse and, and Zach about putting, how do you, how would, how do you even put a cache in a tree or what are some things you could do, uh, to make that sort of, uh, uh, unique. I've heard of people who will put, uh, decoys in trees. So you, you hike, you you climb up a tree, and you get into one section, and it says, "Nope, this isn't it." And you're like, ah. <laughs> but we'll talk about maybe a cache in a tree. We'll, we'll have different ideas. Caching at the bottom of the ocean, I guess, is another mm -hmm. place. But we'll talk a bit about that. But anyway, so that's kind of where we're st where we stand. Um, you know, uh, please check out all our different uh, podcasts that we're doing right now. Uh, contact us if you have ideas. Uh, Geocache talk at gmail.com uh you know obviously this is a good time to be reading your ftf magazine so mm -hmm. definitely get out there and get you a, a copy <laughs> of geocacher great stories um i know too um and as we're wrapping up but keith i know that, that if you go to that website you can purchase some of the old you can i guess you can kind of go look and see what's available if you want to purchase older magazines is that correct actually what i'm doing right now is i'm offering a deal where you can buy all six back issues of the latest back issues oh. i i literally don't have i've got i've got personal copies of all the old issues right but i'm completely out of everything except for mm -hmm. the last six back six. issues and i'm okay. trying to keep those available 
Uh, I'm also about to release two of my, uh, this is first first time to know about it. I might Ooh. send out an email later, but uh, two <laughs> of my latest uh, uh, crypto tags, uh, I think it's, oh, yeah. um, can't remember which two, but they're, they're ones that I've already been giving out, but uh, I went ahead and had those remade uh, and I'll be uh, putting those on the site soon. And I've also got Ooh. the latest magazine cover, not the latest, but the right. magazine cover with uh, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. Yeah, is going to be a coin now. So I'm going to be oh. I'm going to be making that coin available uh, here pretty quickly. It's supposed to come in this week. Oh, neat! Very cool. That is awesome. Yeah, I was going through. And by the way, on the coins coming from China, I've been leaving them on the back of the boat for like a week before I right. even open the package. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Just, Just in to case. be safe. <laughs> Just be safe. We appreciate you being safe for us. There. Um, no, that's 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 wonderful. So. Again, thank you, everyone. Uh, you know, uh, give us a like. You know, subscribe, and uh, let me wrap us. Let me wrap up the show with a video, if I can find it. <laughs> Here it goes. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight as well as our new format. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you.